Hey everybody, it's time now for another edition of Capes No Capes. Capes. I'm Cody Stark. And I'm Ben Schwartz with Empire's Comics. That's right. Uh, so Tessa is under the weather. Unfortunately. Normally, normally hangs out with us. I know, you sound so disappointed you I, used to I, hang out with me. What, what's that, Ben? That, that, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, it's it's fun to hear her uh, her take on it. And she got really deep last week with some of the symbolism oh, in did. these things. I was looking for more of that. Yeah, we, we were going to start doing a thing on uh, fashion, too about uh, different things that we thought was cool in the episodes and i was very excited because um one of the characters wore a t-shirt it was the the time bureau's softball sweatshirt yes and uh and i was like very excited about that but we'll we'll do it again yeah we'll we'll get there you have your pick up we don't want to do it without tessa that was her idea to do a little fashion thing though which is a good idea because they have some great stuff on the shows okay so uh if you're just tuning in uh each week what we're going to do is talk about the cw shows and then find out from ben uh maybe some like some backstories that are going on from the comic books and everything that go along with the CW shows. So if you're thinking, what's the CW shows? Well, that's that's Supergirl. You got Arrow. You got The Flash. You got Black Lightning. And you got Legends of Tomorrow. That is quite a lineup. It I is mean, quite. They, they, yeah, and they pack a punch, too, because they hit you Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, just yeah. boom, boom, boom. And it, it's, it's amazing to me that as I was reading those off, that 12-year-old Cody would have just gone nuts if we had this many superhero shows on one network. You it, know what I'm saying? It, it's kind of surreal. I mean, when you look at the television shows, I mean, we were counting shows in the shop that are based on comic book properties, and we got over 20 when we stopped. Get out, it, really? There are so many out there, whether it's on the CW, whether it's on Netflix, uh, Disney. There's uh-huh. just so many things out there that it, it, it blows my mind. Have you uh, have you had a, a, a chance yet to catch out Titans on DC uh, All Access yet? Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to te- or catch Titans. I have, and I kind of like it. It's very violent. It, and that was one of my concerns. Um, I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but... Dick Grayson from the trailer mm-hmm. was snapping necks. Oh, yeah, uh, he yeah. was—I mean, he was brutal. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's worth investing yet fully. I was just doing a free, you know, tester out or something. Oh, I why like, didn't hmm. I do? That? Well, they've got. I'm, I'm going to wait for Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, because Swamp Thing's coming, oh, and it great. looks like it's going to be good. Okay, let's start off with a little news, shall oh, we? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, first piece of news. Uh, Say it ain't so, Joe. Joe West, you know, played by Jesse L. Martin. If if I kind of noticed this last week, uh, that Jesse had been sitting down every time I saw him this season, and we just found out why. In real life, Jesse L. Martin apparently in the off season hurt his back, and the uh, I hadn't even realized that he was. Yeah, because last week uh, when uh, Cicada was going to attack him. He, he first he was in a chair and he just kind of looked over his shoulder and went, "Hey, you bad guy, what are you doing in the house?" You know, and he didn't get up. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird." And then they had him tied to a chair, so they were trying to get this okay. going. But unfortunately, he messed up his back in the off season. Uh, TV Line was reporting it, and then the the CW put out a message and they said that we wish him a full and speedy recovery and look forward to his return as Detective Joe West. So he's not off the show. No, he's still a, still a prominent member. Because he really is the heart of the show. You know? He most he, definitely is. Th- those speeches by Joe are just the best. Uh, they said they the show will acknowledge Joe's absence somehow, so they're going to write it into him. But they've already taped a bunch of episodes already. so that's Okay, so he about. will be taking a little leave of absence then. Yeah, okay. there's a little leave of absence, which I, I hope he gets to feel it better, because there's nothing worse than a bad back. There, There is definitely not. As a man with a bad back, I say that. Uh, the second piece of news, uh, this is like a, uh, they, you know how the CW releases the, the upcoming shows and stuff like that. 
they have uh, just let us know about an upcoming Legends of Tomorrow show that I'm so happy about it. I cannot stand. It's called Tagumo Attacks, and basically what we got right there is a uh, is a giant monster oh. in 1950s Tokyo, and they're going to have to go. Oh, it's good. That, that is perfect. That show is so off the oh, wall. So like good. They, they they just decide not to hold back on anything. I love it. I think that is going to be so much fun. Uh, they said it's going to be on November nineteenth. November okay, 19th. so only a couple weeks. Yeah, so we, we do it. And it, it's got a uh, Thanksgiving uh, storyline, too, just in time for Thanksgiving, so that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, third piece of news, in an interview with the Cleveland TV station WOIO, Tony Isabella, the creator of Black Lightning, was talking to him about creating a Black Lightning, and I thought this was a great story. So in the early 70s, he was at Cleveland's Cadell Recreation Center, and he started up a comic book club. And he had formed this thing, and they had meetings at this this rec center. And he recalled, he says, my first, uh, he says, my my black friends were comic book friends who came to this thing and to the club meetings. And he says, it always struck me as unfair that there weren't more black heroes in the comics for my black friends. So he made a promise to them. He said, if he ever made it in an industry, he would create a comic book with characters of color. And that's where it came from. That is interesting. That's, that's really pretty cool, cool, actually. Yes. I think that's really cool. Uh, he said, Jefferson Pierce is what I like to call the reluctant warrior. He'd rather be in a classroom teaching kids, but helping his community that way. But he has these powers, and he knows he's got a responsibility to use them. And that's one of the neat things about comic books is you find, I think, more than uh, a lot of other mediums is that the people who write comic books are, are I mean, they're super passionate about it. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he was somebody who was reading comic books, wanting to see more representation. And so what did he do? He took his passion and he took it to the next level. That's wonderful. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, one other piece of news. You know, I'm, I'm hyped about the crossover already. I was wondering I, I if that was going to be in there. If it wasn't, I was going to ask for more. What else have we seen? Uh, well, uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, said that Elseworlds will also feature DC comic book character Roger Hayden, better known as Psycho Pirate. Oh, and that is perfect for like a crisis, which we have to be building towards. Okay, so what is, who is Psycho Pirate? Uh, Psycho Pirate was uh, instrumental in the old uh, Infinite Crisis, and he has his mask that he pulls off, and he can, uh, you know, essentially make you feel emotions, uh, take it to the extreme. But more importantly, with this multiverse crossover, mm -hmm. I think we're building towards a crisis on Infinite Earths, uh -huh. which was the 1985 series that remade DC completely shook it up and gave it such a fresh take that it, it began to take off again. Wasn't he one of the few people that knew about the, the yes. crisis? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes, he did. And and uh, spoiler alert, it yeah. was 1985, though. Uh, <laughs> Flash and Supergirl die in Crisis on an Infinite Earth. That's right. Yes, those were both huge monumental deaths that happened. That was that was where we lost Barry, uh -huh. and Wally then came in and took over and took the mantle. I I, until recently, I have never known Barry Allen. Wally West has always been my Flash. Oh, really? Yes. So they, Jeff Johns brought him back in the comic books a while ago. Uh -huh. And it's because he had such a love of the old Silver Age stuff. Mm -hmm. And he wanted him back. But for me, when I think Flash, even outside the television show, Wally West is the first thing that pops into my mind. That is really interesting. I didn't think about that. I just remember, I just remember the Psycho Pirate being one of the guys who was like, hey, wait a second. That's not what happened. This is what happened. Th that this actually gives happened. me a lot of hope for this multiverse thing. They have so much to play with. They have so many things that they could do. 
And the cro- the crossovers for me, honestly, are the highlight of every season. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm so excited about her because we get to meet Batwoman. This yes. Time. Oh, my God. She looks amazing. She looks so good. The suit is perfect. She looks perfect. Ruby Rose is perfect. And it makes me wonder, I mean, what are we doing uh, over here? I mean, we, is she coming from Gotham? We don't have a Gotham, but the Gotham show's over. Yeah. So is CW getting it back? Are we going to get a Batman verse? I don't know. Because they and they keep saying that Arkham, uh, they they showed a picture and that showed Arkham Asylum, yeah, in the yeah. crossover. So so it's there, which is interesting because I thought they would want to keep the Bat franchise for their paid subscription network, mm-hmm. but the fact that we've got Batwoman here, maybe they're uh, they're just doing it and see if anybody would stop them. See, that, that's <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, it's it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> yes, man, I cannot wait for Batwoman. I'm telling you, I. Mm-hmm. I think Ruby Rose is fascinating. Uh, she is so interesting, and uh, I love the tattoos. I love the cool haircut, and of course, in the show, she's going to have the big, long red hair, uh, which but, is you know, it's it's a wig. Yeah. she'll still have the the short hair. But I I just absolutely adore her. I just think she's really interesting. I think she's perfect for that role. She is going to be a good addition to this. In fact, she's probably going to take over that show. I'm surprised they didn't just venture out and give her her own. Well, I think that's the plan. I, so they're going to introduce her in cross or, uh, the crossover, uh, and Elseworlds, and then uh, and then eventually I think they're going to come out with their own Batwoman show. I think that's the plan. God, six shows again, mind blown. It's crazy. Uh, all from Flash, crazy. all from that, yeah, or all from Arrow, or from Arrow. I'm yeah. sorry, yes, Arrow. Oh, Ollie, no and disrespect. I, and I remember like I, when Arrow first popped up, I, I was an early adopter. I was really excited about it. He did the salmon louder letter thing, you know. I just that was cool, and then I, watching that, and they, he proved that show proved that these things could work. And then just watching these things spin off, spin off, spin off has been absolutely fascinating. I think it's I think it's great. It is my only the only thing I don't like is I wish that they would take these characters that we've grown to love, the actors that we've mm-hmm. grown to love, and put them into the movies. Yeah, I wish there was a lot more crossover. Yeah, there. I do too. But yeah. they're showing there's a multiverse. So yeah. that means anything's possible. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, that's your news. All right, uh, we like to start off with your super superhero of the week. Who was your super superhero of the week? Oh, so that that was tough because leading up to last night's Supergirl, my hero of the week was the team up between Thunder and lightning or black lightning it was that was a a fabulous scene with them going into the clinic saving it from the bombs the music they were playing was wonderful the the scene of them walking out together after they'd both taken care of their respective bombs Uh that they were my my favorite but then we got manchester black oh yes and i didn't know he was coming i try to avoid a lot of spoilers Uh i like to sit down and be surprised no idea that manchester black was coming okay so give me manchester black who is manchester black and why is he important to the universe so Manchester Black has a very limited role in the DC Universe, but he has left a huge imprint on the readers. He's just such a a unique character. He's fun to read, but he's nothing like the television show. So I'm watching this episode, and I'm like, well, he's a really nice guy. You know, what's going on in the comic books? He's an anti-hero. He starts out with a group called the Elite, and they don't think superheroes have gone far enough. Why would you continue to fight Joker and put him in Arkham and let those rotating doors spit him out on the street. Instead, the elite would go around and they would kill him. Oh, And I they see. would just absolutely mm. decimate him, which of course brought them into confrontation with Superman, mm. um, who doesn't kill at all. And in the show, by the end, 
we got the Manchester Black I was expecting. He was wearing the Union Jack. Uh, oh, yeah, he was, was loading cool. up on weapons. Yeah. So I think that he ultimately took my hero of the week. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I thought he was fantastic. I'm going to go with Zari on Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. I thought, because uh, that was a very silly episode. Well, parts of it were very silly. Mm-hmm. And it had everything shaping up to just be wacky. Like the, the like the week before, but Zari was really, really um, affected by uh, seeing the Salem witch trials and what these women were. And I thought she was going to take out the Puritans because she got she was getting really mad. And then they, they attacked her as a witch, and then she was throwing people all over the place. I'm like, whoa, was she going to wipe all these people out or what? And then finally, she came to her senses, and or not senses, I guess, but she she stopped. She realized what she was doing and how far she was taking this. And how she could have messed up the timeline even more, but I thought her, uh, I thought uh, Taylor Ash uh, was fantastic in that because she's never really had like a whole breakout like that before. No, uh, she's just kind of been there for yeah. the most part. We yeah. know about her, but that's it. Yeah, and that was about it. So I, I thought that that was that was really a good role for her. I thought she was it was really good, and I like the fact that she she because I imagine like if you're time traveling. I mean, I know you do it on the weekends, but me, I don't get a chance to time travel. You know, there's always that I'm going to fix that problem or this thing, and you're you're watching women get you know killed for being witches, and they're not witches, and you know this horrible thing that happened, and uh, and you know it's got to be hard not to stop everything because you don't know yeah. what's going to what the ramifications with that. Well, be. and that's where um, uh, Lance was trying to talk her down. She's saying, you know, we got to stay on point mm-hmm. we have to figure out what's going on and take care of it because we can't solve everything mm-hmm. so it was an interesting story to see her branch away from that and just say no i have to do something about yeah. this which would be rough i don't know that i couldn't try to stop everything and then they brought up a couple times like she got to see her mother in 2018 and her as a little child and she knows that something horribly happens to her mom in the future and stuff like that and she just wanted to warn her but she kept stopping herself so i'm guessing that's why the Salem witch thing was so frustrating to her, like because I can't help anybody. I just yes. really, I really thought that was a good performance by her. No, I think she did a great really job. Really good, really that, good. But fixed moments in time. Yeah, come on. Can't do anything about it. Exactly. We, it, come on. She watches Doctor Who. Exactly. She knows. <laughs> Don't get me started on Doctor Who. Doctor That's Who a whole other podcast. Oh my God, Jodie Whittaker. Okay, but anyways. All right, uh, let's go to baddies. So bad they're good. Who is your favorite bad guy or bad woman? I, I think that actually what you just said puts this one into it just in a nutshell says it all. It was so bad that it was good. It was the girl on Flash who had the Meditech. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. even remember her name. But uh-huh. she, she was the Twitter girl who was literally just trying to get spin. followers. Yes, spin. and Spin, that's it, yeah. thank you. And she's, she has this Meditech that allows her to uh, post things. And when people see it, they have to do what it uh-huh. says. Uh-huh. And, of course, that led her to, to taking over Nora, the fight between Flash and XS. But, again, it was so bad. that i loved it 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 was so it was interesting too because like i thought i was gonna hate this episode i was like the spin come on yeah come on this is stupid but and i'll tell you later it ended up being my favorite show of the week really i was not expecting that i really i was like huh i it really did my so bad they were good was the um the fairy godmother 
uh, in Legends yes. of Tomorrow. I thought that was hilarious. And the fact that the fairy godmother was like manipulating the people that she helps, or she was actually mad because they wanted stupid stuff and then you could fix things and stuff. And she was basically a homicidal maniac. I thought that was fantastic. She was just trying to help people, give yeah, them their wishes. That's right. Yeah. And, but uh, maybe you should wish for this, and maybe you should kill this person and take out all these bad guys. And I thought I thought it was fantastic. So the fairy godmother was played by Jane Carr, and it was really great. Like she was singing songs and stuff. I thought it was great. And I was like, where have I seen her before? She was in an episode of Friends, with the the one where uh, Ross's wedding. Okay. She was in that, so she was in England for the wedding. Uh, she was in three episodes of the Gilmore Girls, which you know gives you you know props for me. And then she played Mrs. Buckminster uh, in season eight of How I Met Your Mother. Okay, so she's been there. You've yeah. seen her in the background. You just could not play. Yeah, her. exactly. Yeah. So the whole time I was like, where have I seen her before? And so I started looking it up, and I was like. How I Met Your Mother. That was where I really remember. I don't remember what she did in Gilmore Girls, though. I couldn't figure that out. I think out. it's time for a rewatch. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Done. All right. I'm done. I'll do it. Uh, so that was our So Bad, They're Good, and our Super Supers of the Week, which brings us to Show of the, the week. week. What was your favorite? I think my favorite show of the week was Supergirl. Mm -hmm. And uh, going in, uh, I enjoyed Legends a lot. Mm -hmm. I thought that Arrow might be my favorite show again. That was really good. Uh, it, really it was good, mm -hmm. but we didn't get any flash forwards right, right. with Roy. Uh, so a little disappointed there, even though they, they prepped me and they told me that they weren't going to give it to me every week. But I think Supergirl was my favorite show because it resolved a lot of things, uh, especially with um, uh, John you know his regret uh -huh. for having let them down uh, alex her trying to deal with the fact that she's in charge now so every single mistake you know is on her head mm -hmm. and we got to see the graves mercy and otis get what they had coming oh. they are such despicable human oh, were such God. despicable human beings <laughs> rona merita is that how you say her name i believe she's so playing mercy yeah just chewing up the scenery man she, she has was fantastic as that she's always great at everything i mean she's really good but but uh i thought her uh, portrayal of uh, graves was so good so good and just so over the top like she, but in a perfect yeah, yeah perfect tone like she's you having a great time now is that character uh, the graves mm -hmm. is is that mercy uh, is definitely a uh, a major character i mean we even had her in the movie Oh, uh, and in right. Superman, unfortunately, yeah. she died really quickly there mm -hmm. too. But yeah, Mercy is Lex's right hand. Okay. I mean, that is that is it. She is the one. She is his chauffeur, his bodyguard, his mm -hmm. go-to. So she is extremely important. Um, I was a little just surprised to see her in this role, mm -hmm. but again, you know, this is a whole new world where we're at their mercy, um, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, and I enjoyed her. But I would have liked to see her maybe team up with the you know the Luthers or do something like uh, that. So um, yeah, just different, but not bad. Yeah, she she just chewed up. And speaking of the Luthers, my God, uh, when Lena let us in on a little, it has to be a family trait or a family trick. She's like, think about boxes, and you just put every one of your emotions in those boxes until until you don't feel them anymore. I'm like, wow. That's Lionel. Yeah, yeah. taught your kids well. Yeah, uh, that's you know, that's how I do. Good morning, uh, good day. Separate. Every every day, every morning, you put them in there. The box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's, a, it's, it's, it's an inside uh, trick. <laughs> it's a it's a jack in the box though. So you just do, twist it, and then my emotions pop out. And then you come out for the podcast once, yeah, once you're exactly. done. The and, and that episode had so much because we got Guardian and and completely twisted. He went out to help save people and the. Um, you know the the villains who are anti-alien were using aliens they were mind controlling them and using them to attack people for their own agenda well that didn't work but they did get a good win with guardian because they showed him as a human beating up aliens in news uh, in on blogs mm-hmm. and news uh, reels and now they're like guardian is on our side he's guardian of liberty just like agent of liberty uh. So things are not looking so good there. There was so much in that episode I liked. Uh, we didn't even get to see Kara much. She was in the suit yeah, the whole time. She was in the suit the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but again, doing what's right, doing what she's supposed to, despite what her sister says, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. you got to follow Alex. Do you feel like um, maybe behind the scenes, the suit thing was to give Freer up to do the, the crossover episode? Cause I hadn't thought did. about that. I did think... Is that even her? Because it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it and she happen. wasn't. She was all we saw was her face uh-huh. inside of it. So that's actually a very good point. Yeah, she could be FaceTiming from home. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> yes, she could. Yeah, yep, yes, she could. <laughs> My show of the week was Newsflash uh, from The Flash, which I, I said I'm surprised because I, we were talking last week and you were like, "This, this millennial is, yeah, is, is taking like, control of people." This sounds stupid, and I was pleasantly surprised about how much I enjoyed it, there was a line that was so dominant where where, where Spin uh, was talking with Iris, and she's like, I'm going to destroy your blog, and it will go to the trash heap of history. And I was dying laughing. I'm like, it's a blog. You know, yeah, I, know yes, I, yeah, I know what you guys are trying to do there, but it's a blog. It's a blog at the yeah. end of the day, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is so cheesy. But I really, I really liked Spin. I thought Spin was kind of interesting. I liked the how she would create the headlines and it would cause you to go crazy and do the things that she wanted you to do. And I, I don't know why I enjoyed it so much, but I think it was the surprise of, well, this is really, this could have been really campy and dumb, and they somehow made it work. And it, yeah, it worked, and it, yeah. it was still, it, it was still campy, but it was done in just the right amount of camp mm-hmm. where it worked really well. Yeah. And then we also got, and I, I think this is why I enjoyed the episode so much. We finally found out why Nora is so yeah. angry with Iris in the future, and now, you know, Iris. But uh, but she's been treating her so cold, and I'm like, what is going on? And we finally found out about it, and it was it was kind of heartbreaking about what but, Iris has done. Yeah, I mean, and it was. I mean, she she had her and she inhibited her powers. Mm-hmm. I mean, which she did for her own safety. But I mean, that's like taking somebody's, you know, their abilities and just squashing them. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they can play piano, so you break their fingers. Right, I mean, right. it, it it I can clearly see why Nora was so upset about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and it was it was interesting, and I thought I I you could kind of understand why a mom would do that, you know, to try to, to protect their kid. But she even lied to her and said, you don't even have any abilities. Not only have they been squished, but she made it sound like, oh, you're just a normal kid. You didn't have these powers. You didn't get it from your dad. And uh, I, and I thought that that was a really, really heartbreaking scene where she showed the scar 
yeah. of where she removed it and everything. I was like, wow. So the, the the campiness of the spin and the dumbness of that idea, really, and that kind of worked. And then the fact Nora revealed why she was so mad at Iris, I, I really thought they put it all together. The, the scene where Iris and her are talking after Iris finds out what's going on mm-hmm. was really good because she comes to her and, and she tells her that she doesn't regret it. She hasn't even done it. Yeah. And she doesn't regret that choice because if she made it, she was doing it for her daughter and she knows that she would have done it for the right reason. And even Wally, or um, not Wally, see, I did it again. Even Barry backs her up and says, your mom would not have done this. Iris is a good person. She did it because of the right reasons. And with the whole time travel thing, you're having to justify something you haven't done yet and then figure out well of course if i did it that must have been the right thing yes exactly that was was a great little pretzel that they wound themselves up to and got out of i thought that was great i i really really loved it and i thought it was a really good piece of acting from jessica parker kennedy and uh, candace Patton both that that scene was really good well that episode had a lot too because the interaction between sherlock wells Mm -hmm. and elongated man when they're going on their their team up investigation Uh and wells is is just so condescending the entire time only to realize that elongated man had given him the clue that he needed Mm -hmm. to help figure it out and the moment at the end when he gives him all the credit, when I assumed Wells was just going to take it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I yeah. did too. And that listening to him talk with that ridiculous accent is fantastic. So it's so good. And it, it was interesting because, like, why I, I wish I had known this was going to happen because I talked to, Matt, uh, to uh, Tom Cavanaugh mm-hmm. uh, at uh, Comic Con and he told me a little bit about Sherlock. And he said, well, it's going to be Wells, Sherlock Wells, but it's going to be a different twist. I want to know why they came up with the French version of Sherlock Holmes, because that they had to be sitting in the writer's room going, how can we make this weirder? Let's give a French accent instead of British or something. Each, I, I don't know. Each don't Wells has to be so distinctive, and he has made every Wells super distinctive, because he's like he's almost like a Poirot, you know, yeah, yeah. as opposed to a Sherlock Holmes. But when he's on screen I, I'm like fixated I'm watching I'm waiting so waiting to hear what ridiculousness comes out of his mouth it's so good and then every season how they come up with these different wells are hilarious yeah. I mean God, and we just keep losing them I, I, I don't want to lose them but at the same time at the end of the season I almost want him gone right. just so we can find out what the next exactly, one is exactly exactly uh, I loved it I also thought uh, Arrow was really strong this week really really strong and I and I usually like like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, um, uh, Rachel Bloom, she had to go to prison. You know, her character went to prison and stuff. And I was like, oh, they got out of prison in one episode, thank goodness. Because yeah. usually I don't like it, like prison elongated episodes. And uh, and this one, I thought, has been really well done. It's been interesting having Ollie be stripped down, doesn't have his team, doesn't have his bow and arrow, and, you know, everything's against him and stuff like that. And he's fighting. I mean, that that fight scene that they had... When he went downstairs to kind of, kind of go find the bad guy and stuff, or the guy that he needed to know to get him to the bad guy he's trying to get, um, was fantastic. It was a really, it was one of the best fight scenes they've had, I thought, in a long time on Arrow. I thought it was really good. And then the fact that he had to just mess some people up so he could get sent down to level two, so he could get closer to the dude and and guards no less, yeah, to make sure that he was sent down to level two, yeah. That yeah, that was it. That was a fun little twist. Yeah, because I mean, he had been continually backstabbed and, and betrayed by these people, and, and now he's going straight to the boss. He's going to the demon. Yeah, the demon. who I'm not sure who this is going to be. The uh, the demon. I mean, that's Rachel Ghoul in DC, but it can't be. 
it can't be. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, there, that would be that would be crazy, but it would be so much fun. That's interesting. So, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know who it is. If he's a new character, if it's something I'm missing, uh, but I'm looking forward to the reveal. Do you think it'll be a meta? I don't. God, I don't think so because I don't think they would. Well, he's on level two. Yeah. It, it definitely could be. It most definitely could be. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's like, you know, I mean, I the first season of Arrow I thought was great. Second season was great. And then after that, it became work. And I feel like this season, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Well, I don't know if I should say fun. It's been good. It's it, been really intense and really good and very interesting. And I've really enjoyed... I, yeah, sorry, Ollie. I've enjoyed you being in prison. And, and they've, <laughs> they've split the team up so much, too, because you've got Ollie in prison. You've got Felicity and Wild Dog working together uh, solo. You know, they brought, they brought Black Canary in. But then ultimately, when they captured Silencer, lied to the police yeah. to keep things going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they learned from the best, Ollie. Yeah. It, you, you lie and manipulate the police officers. Once again, the Silencer... That trick where mm-hmm. they take the audio and they make it sound like you just got out of the pool and the water's still in your ears or whatever. Yes. And to fight like that and not hear the punches and stuff is really effective. Like the way that they did that, I, I really enjoyed that. I, I like the way she first discovered that she was actually going to get attacked by Silencer because all of a sudden it kind of mutes and then she hits a cup. Uh, you know, and no sound comes no sound out. Comes and she out. immediately yeah. goes on defensive. I, I thought that was really good stuff. Yeah, and I, I love the way they ended it with Felicity having her in shackles mm. uh, because we've, we've seen time and again, Felicity isn't afraid to press the button. Nope. I mean, she, she will do what's necessary to get the job done. Nope. So I, I'm almost afraid for Silencer, even though she's a horrible person. Yeah, she, well, we don't know enough about her. Maybe maybe, maybe she's the not The Longbow so Hunters, that, that's been pretty good. Yes. I, I got to say, they, 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 they picked three really interesting people to, to do those characters. They most definitely did. Uh, and they got away with what they were. I mean, they lost Silencer, but they mm-hmm. got away with the, uh, the the stuff they were there to steal. Mm-hmm. So, good job, Felicity. What do you think that stuff is? Does it make them super powerful? Or I was going to guess that it's something. It's an, like an artificial metagene or something mm-hmm. that will give them abilities and set them above everybody else. But your guess is as good yeah, as mine. Yeah, Diaz totally punched a wall and punched a hole in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, there's yeah. something happening. Yeah. But I don't know the level it's going to go. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay, well, that was our, our superhero of the week, our bad, baddie, bad of the week, and our show of the week. So now we got to look forward to what's coming up. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, Monday, uh, we got Arrows and uh, DC. Uh, we've got Arrow and the Legends of Tomorrow on Monday. So uh, coming up, we've got uh, a level two, which Oliver's down yes. in level two. And it says, uh, and then once again, this is from our. Uh, Listings, so I don't want to give any spoil anything for anybody. But this is the the printed listings from our our uh, our, our website. Oliver makes a radical choice in a search for Diaz. Felicity does some, everything she can to get Diaz. Zoe is injured when arsonists target a community center. Oh, hmm. interesting. That's not good. On legends. All right. No. You just you should have seen the smile creep I, up across his face. He's so excited. <laughs> I love just how crazy this show has gotten uh it's called dancing queen uh when the legends find a fugitive as part of a gang targeting the british monarchy hiding in the 70s in london they decide one of them must penetrate the gang 
So we get another 70s groovy episode where there's going to be some fantastic oh, costumes. I mean, who's be who better to penetrate a 70s British gang than Constantine? He's sitting True. right there with them. That's right. He's got uh, the accent. And Mick would love to get him off the ship because the, their clashing over space was, <laughs> was beautiful in this episode. <laughs> By the way, those guys turning into pigs was fantastic. Yes. Uh, Tuesday night, of course, we have The Flash. Uh, it's called Nora. So Ooh. Nora is the subject. Uh, Barry and Iris attempt to figure out a way to send an unanticipated guest, Nora Al West Allen, back to the future without further disrupting the timeline. Do you think that Nora, the whole thing with her coming here was orchestrated by Zoom? Because when she was in the museum there, and, and she was standing there for a while, Zoom's suit was clearly like in the background mm. foreshadowing. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if that's true. Because he's not gone. There's, no. there's no way. No, not he's him. too good. Yes. He's too good. Yeah, he can't have it. And, but I don't want her to go away. I, I think she has been a great addition to the show. Because you got another... I know we're screwing up the timeline. We've done that a couple times. But her looking at the show and the characters and meeting people and getting excited about, oh, that's Uncle So-and-So and all this stuff. I've really enjoyed that. It is a fresh take. We needed a new character yeah. with, with, with new eyes to come in and look and at it. And she's just darling. She is. She's, she's, a, she's just adorable. absolutely darling. And, and if you haven't seen her in Black Sails, I have the not. stars thing, oh, she's fantastic. She was a pirate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was weird because I forgot that she was in that. And I'm kind of glad I forgot that she was in that when I interviewed her because I'm not sure I could have spoken to her without my voice cracking. Okay. <laughs> Hi, how are you? You're so good in that. Uh, also, Tuesday night, of course, uh, Black Lightning is on at 9. Um, the board mulls over shutting down the school due to safety concerns. So Jefferson goes to uh, Napier Frank to sway the vote, and Lynn continues her quest. She's been good, man. Lynn? Yeah. Wow. She's been really good. She has been. Yeah. She's been good. At, at, but the school, for me, one of the things I enjoy most about, or about Black Lightning isn't even necessarily when they go out and do the, the crime fighting. Mm. The dynamic at the school and his job are really interesting because they're tackling things with, with the kids, with administration, mm -hmm. with the, how to handle things. So I've enjoyed that quite a bit. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to how yep. he stops it from being close. Black Lightning's killing it right it now, It is. Man. It is really. All these shows have been really good this season. Like last season, they were kind of hit and miss, but they all seem to be like going at the same same speed. And then we got Supergirl, of course, on Sunday night. It's called Parasite Lost, which is very clever. Uh, Colonel Haley makes a startling choice concerning Supergirl. Carol writes a series of articles that emphasize aliens in National City. Okay, and we saw the parasite go into the gentleman's ear at the end of yeah, the episode. Yes, so, we did. so let's see where that goes from there. I mean, are we going to get Parasite? You know, the DC villain? I don't know. Who can siphon her powers and take him as his own? Yeah. So, That'd I mean, he's a, super, cool. yeah, he's a Superman villain, but I mean, this obviously works perfectly. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it's called Parasite Lost, so yeah. let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. And then Kara, you know, as a journalist that I am, stop laughing, Ben. I'm a journalist. <laughs> uh, the fact that she's writing a, a series of articles that emphasize aliens in National City but doesn't reveal that she's an alien is really some, you know, journalistic. It's that's that's beyond gray. That's a no-no, man. Kind of like now, the president being an alien and not telling, and not telling us. Yes. Yeah. Now, at this point, I don't think there's any reason for Karen not to say anything. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, Alex can handle her own. Mm-hmm. You know, Jimmy can clearly handle her. Uh, it's True. his own. Uh, it's not like uh, the the newsroom doesn't get attacked by by aliens, anyways. I mean, it would be interesting if she came out this season and said, "Hey, I'm I'm an alien." Yeah. You guys love me. I was raised here. I was born here. Uh, and, and she's an American. She's an American Ooh, alien. That would be really interesting. That would be, yes. Because, yeah, I, I, it, it would just be fun to see that happen and take a new twist. But then, then Kara wouldn't have to wear the glasses anymore. And she's so adorable with the glasses. I like the glasses. All right, let's let's scrap that. Yeah, it, 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 we're, we're, we're done. We'll keep it. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Uh, ben, what's new uh, this week in comics? What's coming out? Uh, we've actually, speaking of DC, there's all kinds of things coming out. One of the big things uh, that's going on right now is Heroes in Crisis. Mm. And I wanted to bring that one up because we've had so many hard-hitting things in the CW things, dealing with the real world, dealing with issues that we all have to deal with. Heroes in Crisis is a new take by Tom King where where do the heroes go when they've seen too much? When they've had too many traumatic experiences? There is a whole institute that's been built for them to take care of those. And there's actually a Kryptonian AI that is kind of managing the entire thing. So things aren't going to necessarily go so well. But uh, if you're into these shows and you like DC and you want something different and outside the box, Heroes in Crisis is definitely where you want to go. It's just a super, well, again, I almost said fun. It's a dark book. But it deals with things that they would have to deal with. That's an interesting. I mean, yeah, take. you can't you can't watch cities get leveled, um, fight these guys on a daily basis, and see what they do to people. What the Joker does mm. without having some kind of psychological scars that you just might need someone to talk to about. Wow, I I'd like to see Batman sit down. Right Batman's never going to sit down. He, 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 he sit down. He, he Superman will, sit. but Batman's <laughs> never going to do it. Uh, Batman uh, has taken a cue from Lena, and he has boxes within boxes oh, yeah. where all of his uh, his emotions go. Oh yeah. Yes. He's like one of those uh, those uh, Russian Russian nesting dolls. Oh, most definitely. It all goes uh, all the way Much down. to uh, Dick Grayson's uh, <laughs> uh, dismay, unfortunately. <laughs> and speaking of Grayson, um, he's on Titans, as oh. we were talking about. Uh, he actually was shot in the head by KG Beast and has all kinds of issues going on right now. So really? if you like Grayson, pick up Nightwing. Uh, number fifty one is where you want to start, uh-huh. and it's a whole new take. Awesome. Good stuff, Ben. Tessa, we hope you get feeling better. Yeah, feel better. Be back next week. Next week. uh, But that does it for Capes. No Capes. capes. Which is kind of surprising because there's not a single cape in the CW universe. Well, Supergirl. Oh, never mind. I take it back. Yeah. What am I talking about? Don't listen to me. (laughs) Don't listen to Ben. No. No, do listen to Ben. It's very nice. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you, guys. And uh, enjoy the shows this week. I think we got a, we got a, some good ones. Do you have one that's going to be your favorite right off the bat? I would say it's probably going to be The Flash again, I'm guessing. I'm leaning towards Arrow, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm I, I just want to see what this demon thing is. Yeah. I mean, are we even going to get to see him, or is he going to be behind a door? And they just talk. Are we going to extend it? There's one of the things uh, that is neat about this season, too, is you talked about some of them dragging with hit and miss. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons that some of them drag is because they'll use, like, if they have a big bad mm-hmm. or a story arc, they use every episode. They just yeah. hit you, hit you, hit you. But this season hasn't been that way. Mm-hmm. The Arrow stuff with the future isn't even every episode. Yeah. The Flash stuff uh, with Cicada isn't every episode. That's true. That's uh, true. Even Supergirl, we had a full episode where she wasn't even in it yeah. because we were finding out about the history of a villain. So I think they've got a great mechanic going that's rolling forward. Yeah, I think so, too. So I'm looking forward to this week. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, family, I won't be talking to you this week because i got a lot of shows to watch.
Just oh, warning my family. That, right. They'll be fine. They, <laughs> just leave some food on the counter. Everything will take care of itself. All right. Thanks, Ben. All right. Thank you. You guys have a great one, and we'll talk to you next week. That's it for capes. No, no capes. capes. Oh, I like that. That was a Sherlock uh, Wells uh, impersonation. <laughs>